Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Moments of the Heart. This is Doris, a teacher that turned into author, that turned into speaker. And now I am just filling my life with so much gratitude for how my days are turning out. I get up in the morning, I have my cup of coffee, and then I get into doing the best work ever. And that's talking to you, writing speeches, meeting with people, learning about people. And that is just such a gift for me. The other day, I joined a, a speaking professional group and I befriended this gentleman. And I don't know him very well, but he told me that he converted to Judaism. And so we had this you know, initial bond of you know, the Jewish tribe. And then um, after I met him, maybe three times, something like that, I got a text from him. And I want to read it to you because I hope that through my discussions with you today, that again, hopefully will not be too long because I don't believe in long, um, you will get something for you, a food, a nugget of thoughts and inspiration. So he writes me, Doris, I got bad news today. I'm being phased out at my day job, first a pay cut, then in July, they turned me into a contractor. I'm two weeks away from my surgery to take care of what is presumed to be kidney cancer. If you have something inspirational to say, I could use it. This could be a blessing in disguise. The surgery is expected to go well, and maybe this will force me to ramp up my speaking business. Anyway, I could use some of your contagious confidence. And so I got this text, and the first thought that I had in my mind was, I'm not texting him back. I'm calling him. And I did. And I think that's the first thing when, when we are faced with people that have made an effort and they wrote you their heartache, uh, how much more they would appreciate if we actually not respond via text or email, but if this person is really needing our advice that we call. So I did. I called and I had a 15-minute conversation. Now I know sometimes our life is so busy and we don't have the time to call and we wish we did, but I made it a point because I thought to myself, this is a person who is just losing his job. He has kidney cancer and is going to be operated on. And it felt that he was seeking me out. And I thought, I want to be there for this person whom I don't know very well. So I called him and we had the most incredible conversation where we talked that, first of all, I thanked him. I thanked him for actually reaching out to me because sometimes in life, we don't know the impact that we can create in this world on somebody else. And I've seen it in my life over and over and over again. Sometimes you say something and it falls on the, I call it, in, you know, on the ripe ears of someone else. It almost seems like that was what they needed to hear at that moment in that particular time. So, of course, I asked him, I said, do you have insurance? And the good news was, yes, he does. And then I asked him, what is your diagnosis for the kidney cancer? And he said it was actually a very good diagnosis. He may not need 
um, radiation or chemotherapy or anything like that. And it will be just a, more of a taking it out and it will be able to function pretty good and without medication. I said, well, that's great. I said, do you have your parents or family living by you? And he said, yes, my parents are wonderful supporters. They live right, really close to me. They will take care of me. I said, great. I said, do you, I know he's married. I said, do, well, how about your partner? Does he have a job? And he said, yes, my partner has a job and he's making good money. And I said, is he, is he good to you? Do you feel good about him? And he said, yes. And I looked at him and I, and I didn't look at him. He was on the phone. And I said, you are telling me so many good things that are right now you have in your arsenal of support. All these people are loving you and surrounding you. And I said, so the fact that you are going to lose your job later on in July, maybe it is the best thing that happened to you. You know, sometimes when bad things happen to us, our mind first goes to, oh my God, how horrible is that? But then when we let it sink in and we let it percolate in our soul and in our energies, in our kishkes, as I say, a little longer, we find that it's actually such a good thing, such a wonderful thing that happened. And, and because it causes you out of no, um, you know, you have no choice, but you look for other resources and other solutions. And I said to him, maybe that, the fact that you are not going to have a job in July is really a way for you to look at, okay, now I can really, um, you know, uh, work hard on becoming the speaker that I want to become. And I said, and when you said to me, I told him that uh, you wanted a good word because there is a good vibes. That, <laughs> that's something that I have noticed about myself and about the people that I want to be surrounded with. And what I learned is that for me, I want to be around people who pick me up rather than people who put me down. I, yes, being challenged is good and being always pushed to do your best is wonderful, but how wonderful it is, is to actually have a group around you that are your cheerleaders, that people that know you, that people know you through Facebook or Instagram or LinkedIn or whatever that is, that people are optimistic about you. And I've, no, and I've noticed that when I'm surrounding myself with people who lift me up, I rise even higher. And that's what I learned to do for other people. You know, when my sister uh, was diagnosed with cancer, she said a year later, and, and until today, as a matter of fact, until today, she says that cancer was the best thing that ever happened to her. Now, when I say that at the beginning, people are looking at me like, no, you must be out of your mind. There's no way you understood that. No way she said that. But the truth is that she did say it. And what she meant was that that shocking, that big, huge, you know, hit forced her to really get into the core of herself and really find that which is positive for her and for her life. And so many times we go through our lives and through our days, our weeks, our months, we think, oh, you know, we'll keep on doing that because, you know, in a few years, we will do something else. We'll retire. We will move. Our kid will go to college. Our kid, you know, 
we always can postpone something in thinking that we can stay in a status quo even though it's it's making us unhappy. And for my sister and for many people that have gone through cancer that I've talked to, they said that that cancer was their huge, huge alarm clock that says time is ticking and time is limited. And what do we do? What do we do with the time that we left? How do we use our days and make our days be meaningful to us today? You know, there's a proverb that says, Kisheva ipol tzadik vekam. The, a righteous person falls seven times and then lifts up in themselves. In other words, whenever we fall, we know that there is a method of getting up and moving away from this situation, learning the lessons, learning the lessons of what it is that we had to learn. You know, the, 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 the whole idea of being a leader, when I think about that, you know, being a leader the word manhigut comes from the word nehag, okay, being a driver. And hege is a steering wheel. And as you as you drive your car, you know, when you can see it, the steering wheel is circle. And it goes up and it goes around, and which means whatever is up at a certain point can be down as you turn, right? As you turn, as you go into the the life turns and 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 you know you go up and down. In, in hills and circles. So sometimes life, you're on the top of the world, right? And in other times, you're on the bottom. And I think the thing to remember as you lead your life, right? You may not be in a leadership position, but you lead your own life. You're the leader of your own self. And if you think about how you lead your life, you know that that steering wheel which you hold with your two hands can go down, but then you swivel it and then it goes back up. So I hope that as you are listening to me and if your life is right now on the bottom, know that it will be on the top with the right turning, right? With the right turning of the wheel. And if you're, you are on the top, please God, may you continue to be on the top. May you continue to hold that steering wheel in such a way that you can remain on the top. But also know that if you do go down, if some things don't work well and you find yourself in a tight place, know that you do have the, the energy, the possibility, the future of being back on top. So I want to leave you today with that concept of, of, of hopefulness right, of, of, of faith and belief. And I think faith is such, a, is such an important aspect. And I'm not talking about believing in God and faith in God, but more faith in yourself, right, and in your abilities. And so may you will spend your energies <coughs> in a way that is positive, in a way that is great. I'm sending wonderful vibes from me to you. May you have a glorious day ahead, and I'm looking forward to talking to you again. Again, this is Doris Horenstein. You can visit me on my website, jewisheducationservices.com, or my Facebook page, Moments of the Heart, and I'm looking forward to our next time together. Bye.